Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's episode 31, special holiday yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season's greetings. It's right off the top. I want to hit you with something. Right off the top. Yeah. Uh, it's a special one, too. Uh, Santa came a little early. Oh. It's a couple days removed now, but a fantastic Lions win this past Oh, Friday. absolutely. Yeah, I know that we're uh, that we're a little bit late to the party here, but uh, yeah, we're definitely going to dive into that. Nonetheless, sure. absolutely going to dive into that. Uh what do you got for what? Let's, well, you know what? Let's not get into our specific topics about let's talk about it. Okay. Because, you know, like, that's what the segment's for. So right. We, but even though every show that we intro, we usually give a little, we little we teaser of what we're talking about. Okay. Well, what's your little teaser then? Uh, we're going to talk about some teams if we uh, think they're for real or not at okay. this point in the season as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. We had some weird games this last week with some teams who. Should have won games that they didn't. Um, wonder if you changed your changed your outlook on them. So okay, absolutely. Uh, I'm actually going to redraft the top 15 this week. All right, from uh, this past draft. Uh, so we see how that shakes out. Uh, we got the line segment. We got follow the money, of course, and then uh, our fantasy segment, our trademark segment, our trademark segment, where baby. I give lots of very solid fantasy advice. I think uh, the past three that you've given, they've all done really well all been hitting yeah, yeah no doubt no doubt look at me when you're talking to me let's get into it how about that all right al uh let's talk about it sleeping it pig you want me to leave this off sure why not all right well i, I don't know if it's going to be a recurring segment or not but mm-hmm. um just a little idea for this one uh the title is as follows Bitch, are you for real? Bitch, are you for real? I don't know if this will ever come back or not. But anyways, yeah, like I alluded to in the intro, there was a lot of games this week that were pretty weird. Um, A lot of teams that should have won, including the Arizona Cardinals, which we'll talk much more about in our wine segment. Absolutely. Uh, There's a lot of weird games this weekend that were kind of maybe made me look at them a little bit differently. Um, I was kind of curious if you – feel the same way about just these teams in general with the point that we are at in the season, if you think that they're for real or not. So, bitch, are you for real? Uh, week 15? I think it's week 16 now. The Arizona Cardinals, to start off with them. Um, so, I guess in ter- – so, their expectations at this point have to be NFC Championship slash Super Bowl. Right. right. Okay. Well – I mean, at the very least, NFC West champions. At the, at, at the very least, which I, I think they'll get. They have. Well, uh, they no, don't have a tiebreaker over to LA anymore. And they're tied. Yeah, are you with sure? Them. Because they're tied with them. But what's the rest of their record? I'm uh, pretty sure division? they haven't lost to anybody else in the division. You're probably right on that. Yeah. And LA has. Okay. So I think they still have the tiebreaker over the Rams. I think they'll have that locked up uh, moving forward. I don't see them dropping anymore. Maybe. I mean, I think. No, they've, they've played San Francisco twice. They probably have to play Seattle again. So I think they have that locked up. Um, Just so you know, their next game is against the Colts, ooh, which is yeah. kind of a tough one. Yeah. Uh, but a huge bounce back game and a huge letdown game for the Colts. So I think they got it. Um, in terms of NFC Championship, I'm 
I, I I'm ruling them out for the Super Bowl. Okay. I don't think they'll get there. Completely NFC out. Championship, very very rocky. Because um, at this point, they're probably getting one home game in the division playoffs. They're not getting a bye. Um, oh, yeah, so they're gonna have that's, to. Come on. They're gonna have to figure some stuff out. Well, let's like I don't, I don't think they get there. Let's you know just uh, some of their premium opponents so far, right? You know the Packers, they lost the Packers at home. Oh yeah, they did. The Rams, they split. Yeah. You know the the rest of the that first uh, game was very early on in the season too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the rest of the NFC West, as you said, they seem to have steamrolled. Um, yeah. Trying to just look at their general looks here. I think they they beat the Titans in Week One. Stomped on the Browns, which you know Stomped, say what yeah, you want with the Browns. Big deal. Titans, they also stopped on. Yeah, again, I mean, that's that's all so early on in the season. You know, it's like who have they beaten as of recent? Yeah, I'm looking at their schedule. They got a lot of a lot of stinkers on here too. You know, they got yeah. the Panthers, they got the Bears, they got the Texans, the Jaguars, like Vikings. These are and they barely won that Vikings game, but yeah, I don't know, man. Just like watch them lose to Detroit. Uh, you know, all all Lions happiness aside here, like it looked bad. A team that is a Super Bowl caliber level team does not go into the worst team in the NFL's home stadium and drop not wake up the entire game and yeah. drop a drop an easy take care of business win. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and the Lions didn't just like squeak out with them. They 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 dominated them. them. They dominated the from whole start game. to finish. Again, we'll get into it, but yeah, so that was a very concerning loss for me. So uh, I don't think they're for real at this point. As far as I'm, I'm kind of looking more at like Super Bowl aspiration team right now oh interesting okay so i say they're not there if they're going to lose the lines i think like I mean, the expectations on. have to be juggled around a little bit because what's the next team on your list the indianapolis colts their opponents okay so week. like indianapolis colts right nobody's expecting them to go to the super bowl at this point they've had a very solid season they could make a run in the playoffs for sure right but in terms of like all the colts are going to go you know some people aren't or some people nobody is saying the colts are super super bowl aspirations I think they're deep run in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. It's got to okay. change a little bit. Well, then, then, but I would say with the Cardinals, the Super Bowl is the 100%. expected thing because 100%. when you start off the season as the best team in Seven football and by yeah. a mile, yeah. and then down the stretch you they're crumbling. Drop a couple. Yeah. Uh, you start to ask. It reminds me of the Steelers a couple of years ago when they won a bunch early on. Then Didn't they start I, crumbling. That was last year. <laughs> wow, feels like yeah. forever ago. Geez. I know, right? All right. Well, let's let's talk about our next team here, the yeah. Colts. So, so I would say bitch, aspirations are you for, real? for this one bitch, are you would be for real? like best case scenario two playoff wins because they're they're probably not going to win the division. I mean, they're, Tennessee they is one right game on. up on okay. them, and I so, believe that they have a matchup with them. Okay, so either way, I don't think that they're getting a bye. So they'll have to win the wild card weekend. They'll have to win the divisional, and then they'll have to win the conference to go to the Super Bowl. I think. Right. The best case scenario for them right now is winning in the wild card, winning in uh, divisional, and going to the conference championship. Is Jonathan Taylor's magical season enough for you to say that they are for real to a degree? Yeah, I that think him so. and their defense. Yep, because you and I don't believe in Carson Wentz. No, not we, at we all. don't believe in the receiving core. I know T.Y. Hilton's you know goaded as a as a Colts, Colts all-timer, but, yeah, you know, but he's on the back end. He's not had the juice. And I would actually argue that Pittman's the number one there now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, yeah, he got – I think he got ejected in the game on Saturday. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Just They're not they're not the Cardinals level for me, but uh, 
I'm starting, and I've been talking trash about them for a couple weeks, especially last week with my nuts yeah. on the table for follow the money with them. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I'm sorry, I still don't think they're for real. I still, I, mean, I, I think fair. Jonathan Taylor's for real, no doubt. That dude is a stud. But the rest yeah. of the operation, I mean, they got Xavier Rhodes at corner. You, you know, you got it. Not Andrew Luck. You got Carson. What? You got too many question marks for me on that roster, man. Yeah, and and Frank Reich since he's been there, yeah, he's done some really good stuff. But they have like, I feel like all these big time marquee games, they just fall flat. I think this Patriots one was one of the first ones that I've been. I was shocked that they actually pulled out. This had stinker written all over it. Yeah, which is why I put my nuts on the table for that. But yeah, I don't think they're for real. I still don't. I, I don't really care about Saturday very much. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's interesting. I don't think um. I think it's easy to game plan. It's not easy to game plan for this team because the Patriots would have just done this. But if you can find out a way to shut down Jonathan Taylor and then make Carson Wentz beat you, you got a pretty decent chance. Like he he had had no touchdowns, no picks in that game. At the end of the day, and it's not a bad thing to say this, he's a good game manager. He's a good game manager. He but knows, like, but you know, we can saw make some good passes every now and then. But you can't rely on him to win you the game. But we saw him do that in Philly, though. You know, the, the year that he was the MVP front runner, yeah, but he I mean, was unbelievable. He hasn't been that since. But there was, I think, one of his last years in Philly, maybe the year before last year, when they were sniffing the playoffs or they got into the wild card round. You know, his whole roster was injured. He put the team on his back. I, I mean, he he like he's done that before. I just haven't, I haven't seen it in the last two years from him though. Yeah, definitely no. not. I, I don't think he will ever get back to that point where he was an MVP caliber quarterback. Next, uh, next team here is their opponents this weekend or last weekend, the Patriots. After I'm still buying in. After dropping that game, does it raise any red flags for you? No, I yeah, still think easy. they're a very, very solid team. Crazy bitch. No, nope, it's easy. I, I no. am 100 aligned with you on that. I, I think, uh, I think that's it's pretty easy to drop a couple games in the yeah, season when you're a absolutely. team that has a rookie quarterback and uh, that was Mac Jones's rookie game. I mean, yeah. he's going against a tough defense yeah. you know, on the road, on the road, prime time. They're a team that's like, they haven't figured it all out yet, Yeah, but they're pretty damn good. So yeah. like to watch that game go out the way, you know, it did like disappointing obviously, but I, it didn't shake my, my faith in them will definitely be a real player in the playoff race in a couple weeks. I think yeah. they're locking up their division pretty, pretty handily right now. I think the Bills won last week too. So they're right on their tail, but another huge, huge matchup this Sunday between the Bills and that's Patriots. right. That's right. Yeah. Big game. Um, all right. Two more teams here. Um, mm-hmm. Next one being Tom Brady's new team, Tampa. Um, Are they for real? Bitch, you Losing Chris Godwin to an injury. Losing an embarrassing shutout game against the Saints. Brady's obviously you know what? very it's crazy. frustrated. Uh, Saints just got their number. I know. It's, they it's really weird. Do. It's weird. Saints just have their number, man. Especially on defense um, with that team. Tom just can't seem to figure it out. So I guess they're just not used to scoring touchdowns. Against the Saints, 100%. <laughs> you know, um, I'm going to say for real um, – Mainly because this is the same exact thing that happened to them last year. Well, I I think like last year they kind of gained momentum throughout the season, and I think 
Yeah, they had their highs and then they had their lows. Okay. You know, okay. and then you know they they squeaked in via wild card, but then once they got into the playoffs, they rounded into form perfectly. So and yeah, this Saints game is the kind of game where Brady's going to go get your shit together. Yeah, like we absolutely, gotta, he's going to tell everybody, this. and it's the same exact thing that happened last year. So I'm uh, 100% Super Bowl aspirations, bare minimum for that team, and I think they're still on track for that. Okay. Um, last team here, and you know they've won their last two, uh, fairly convincingly, and yeah, maybe it's just because of who they are. I felt like I needed to put them on this list at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And with the Eagles getting a win too, the Cowboys. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. I know that's a good one. Um, because they, yeah, they won their last two, but it was the, the Washington Football Team and the Giants. Yeah, they're all like sometimes the NFC East feels like they're not even like a real NFL operation, like compared to the rest of the divisions. Like I know they've got talented teams. I know that like they're not horrible all the time, but like they're just such an anomaly. It's so weird that that division's always so chaotic and weird. Yeah, that it's hard to like compare those games. To well, I feel like games. It's, this year has been the least chaotic out of all of them because you have one consistent. Part, yeah, well, Philly's kind of climbed back into it though. Like they're they they're seven and seven now. I mean they. Yeah. Absolutely, they've rounded into form as well, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see it. Right? I'm sorry, I, I was thinking about the they, they are they are a Super Bowl level aspiration team, by the way. Ah, uh, they are. I feel like not this year, dude. I feel like moving forward, they will be 100 percent this year. I would expect them. I think conference championship is the highest aspiration you can give them. You play to win the game. Dude, I think I think that we are past that now. I think Dak yeah, Prescott think so. has been there long enough. He just got the fat contract. McCarthy's second year. He's got a lot to prove. This defense is balling out. They need to this is a Super Bowl level team. I'm telling you right mm-hmm. now. Like they this is where the bar should be for them. If they if they get into the divisional, if they win a playoff game, it's it's kind of just whatever at this point. They've been that good the last couple of years. Like they, it's kind of like up and down with them. But what are like, they current? They're third seed. I think so, but they're winning their division. So you know. yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm wondering like they'll probably play one game at home, and then they'll probably have to play that second game on the road. If if uh, if so, in my mind, if they win the game at home in the wild card, which if if they're not the fourth seed, they should have a good chance at doing that. San Francisco, you know, they, they certainly have their shit together currently. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like they should be able to pull away, win a game at home, and then go on the road. And if they win that game on road, I'm chalking this Cowboys season up as a big W for them. Nobody, including us, nobody really gave them a huge chance to be this good this year, especially no, on but the now, But now that we're here – and Cowboys fans and Jerry Jones and everyone else has been clamoring for this for a long time. Like Dak is not like a rookie anymore. He's not like a young star. Like he's a he's an NFL paid like an NFL quarterback now, like yeah. a superstar. Like yeah. we're here. You got the coach. You got the defense. You got everything. You're winning the division handily. You got everything. There's no excuse for this team to to just aspire to get like a divisional round or a conference championship. They should be going for it all. That's the. I mean, I at the end of the day, like everybody's do, trying to do that, right? Okay, but you know what I but mean. But realistic you know I mean. aspirations, you feel that they should be making the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, especially the way the media covers them and talks about them yeah. too. It's like uh, I nonstop. Mean, it's the Cowboys. I mean, come on, it's the Cowboys. 
I think realistically for me, them making the conference championship would be huge. Well, that's the end of my segment. Uh, bitch, are you for real? Bitch, are you for real? All right, yeah. Al. You like that? Is that good? Uh, that's great. Good. That's great. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. So I have redrafted the top 15 picks. We did a mock draft right before this year's draft. Um, neither one of us were very accurate. Um, okay. But... I want to go check out the Gridiron Zero's mock draft 1.0 on YouTube. We got a whole half hour special on it. If you want to see where we lined up and what actually happened. But I think this year, uh, now knowing what we know about everybody, about the rookies, uh, I've redrafted based off of team needs and how good the rookies are. All right. Since we have 15 guys here, I'm not going to try and chime in too, too much for every guy. Absolutely. If I feel like I feel like some of them are going to be. Yeah. Very straightforward. Okay. Okay. Except maybe maybe you won't feel the same way about the first two. Um, first overall, I still have Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Right. That makes sense. Yep. The guy's the, a gen- could be a generational talent. He's had a very shaky year in Jacksonville, but again, I don't think that's all on him. I need to ask you one thing about this too. Um, are we looking at this in terms of like right here, right now? Yes. If I knew how good they were going to be, this is how I would do it. it knowing what you know now. This is how I feel not like the draft me at the time go. of the draft. No. Okay. No. All right. No. Okay. Uh, second pick overall, I think Mac Jones has made a good case for that. New York Jets. Um. Well, better than Zach Wilson. I better think. than Zach Wilson. Better than Trey Lance. Better than Justin Fields. Yeah. And they I mean, needed a quarterback. He's he's easily the best of the rookie quarterbacks as of right now. But you could argue that a lot of that is because he's surrounded by a level-headed one hundred percent organization with. They know what they're doing, yeah. whereas the Jets are the complete antithesis of that. I'm not saying Mac Jones would be so, as good as he is on the Jets. I'm just saying based off of what we know, 15 weeks he's a stud. Season, take him, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. Uh, three, San Francisco. I don't think that they would take another quarterback. Personally, okay. Jimmy G has been very good as of recent, so I think now knowing what we know, they would they would have taken Jamar Chase. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you on this. Where, um, where would... I, I think they would would still take a quarterback um, mm. for a couple of reasons. The first one being that uh, Jimmy G, as good as he has been playing recently, the track record speaks for itself. Oh, injury history. And they okay. were, they traded up to that spot because of those reasons. And Fair. they wanted to develop a guy. But based on where you have Mac Jones going to, I would say they would take Zach Wilson at two, at three because hmm. he is very talented. Kyle Shanahan could probably do a lot with him, and he just needs time to develop yeah. clearly, which yep. Jimmy G is perfect for. Yeah. So I almost like Zach Wilson there more than Trey Lance, knowing what I know of Zach Wilson at the moment. But if I was redrafting, that's what I'd do. Totally fair. My thought process was they got a good quarterback. It's a win-now team. Yeah, and it would not hurt to add on another sensational wide receiver. Yeah, he's unbelievable. I yeah. mean, that he's Jamar Chase, Debo, that pick. Yeah, one hundred percent. For four uh, to Atlanta, <laughs> this one might be a little questionable, but I figured that they would take uh, a defensive captain that they could have for the next ten years. I would have them taking Micah. Oh man. Um... Yeah, I mean, I would, you know, I know Kyle Pitts is kind of this generational Absolutely. talent, but 
Micah Parsons is lighting the league on fire currently. And yeah. They do not have that kind of presence in their defense, and it's sorely lacking. So Exactly. I mean, honestly, man, at this point, you can make an argument for Micah at any of the picks above, too. I mean, him going You really four, could. Uh, Except yeah. maybe uh, – I would say Trevor Lawrence would still go number pretty one no matter in. what. Yeah. But Jets, you know, certainly. I mean, maybe they could make something else work. Who knows? Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, for Cincinnati, I – you know, Joe Burrow has still been fine, knock on wood, this year mm-hmm. um, with protection. So I would have them taking Kyle Pitts at five. Okay, yeah, same. Well, same philosophy, but also, yeah, we talked about it a lot. Part of the allure of taking the receiver that they took is because it it's Joe Burrow's well Yeah, but in my case, he would not have been available. Okay, I, I probably would have them take Model. Sewell or Rashawn Slater. To be honest, but sure. I do see where you're coming from because Kyle Pitts is still still an unbelievable player, and the the, yeah. the philosophy of let's just give Joe Burrow an arsenal of weapons to work with is not a bad one. Clearly, it's working yeah. pretty well for him. Yeah, uh, six at Miami. Uh, I still have them taking Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Why is Zach Wilson Detroit? These guys are they haven't even been touched yet. Well, you also got to realize, you know, Atlanta. While they could have taken a quarterback. They could have taken no one point. at four. No point. Cincinnati's not taking a quarterback. Yeah. Miami's not taking a quarterback. Crazy. So, yeah, Jalen Waddle, who's been sensational Sorry for them this year. That <laughs> um, I feel like that still makes sense. Yeah. Wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Waddle to the Dolphins. Waddle to sense. the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't say yes so quickly. Yeah, again, I don't agree with that either. Um. <sighs> There's a lot of things they could do at this point because Absolutely. the Tua, the Tua controversy but... is kind of quieted down right now. But like, it was hot and heavy for the first half first of the half. season. Yeah. And you're sitting there and you still got Zach Wilson. You still got Trey Lance. You got a quarterback class that is pretty uncertain next year. Deshaun Watson is pretty uncertain. I don't know. Let's say they arrive with Tua, though. I mean, Sewell and... Slater are, are really good, and they're just sitting I there. understand that, 100%. But they don't have anybody they can throw the ball to. And that's yeah. exactly what Jalen Waddles provided that offense this year. All right. I'll ride with it. Uh, I have two names crossed out on the Detroit Lions pick at seven. <laughs> okay, wow. Uh, Penny Sewell crossed out. And then I had Zach Wilson mm. crossed that out and went back to Penny Sewell. Where this is a rebuild, and they're building from the trenches, so I feel like that pick still makes a whole lot of sense, and it really, it really, really has made a difference this year in the running game. Well, knowing what I know now, playing this game, I mean, God, it, Goff has looked really good the last couple of weeks. Exactly, it, and no he's earned himself right a couple more games with a couple more players next year, and I, yep. you're handcuffed to him anyways, and. Sewell's been a beast too, so it's like you know, it's kind of hard to overlook that aspect of it. Exactly, he's been the best tackle in the rookie class period, and he's arguably been the best tackle in football. And I don't think Zach Wilson or Trey Lance, based on what we know now, has just proven. Oh my God, they're a franchise staple. Exactly. No, they have not proven that. They and a team that has a bunch of question marks. Penny Sewell at that point is still a slam dunk. I, I don't think you can pass him up. Nope. Um. Carolina's picking at eight. Who do you think they pick? All right. I, I know I've been saying it for every team in the past four picks, but they, they get they got to take Zach Wilson. Yep. Yeah, they have to be. Makes like, total sense. Okay. Carolina doesn't have a quarterback. Zach Wilson would be the best available. 
Second Jets leftover scraps that they get yep. a quarterback. Exactly. Um, number nine is Denver. Who do you think they're picking? Uh, I think they're. I think they're going to stick with uh, Sertain. Uh, I have them taking Justin Fields. Interesting. Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke are clearly not the answer at quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, and their secondary could live without Sertain, even though he's been a very, very, good very, for them. very good this year. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it. Okay, so this one uh, certainly can be called into question. In Philadelphia, I do have them sticking with Devontae Smith. That wide receiver core is absolute dog garbage without him. Rager is not working out. You can make the argument for Sertain here, I feel like. But they have Slay. Yeah, no. I mean, no. They, they needed a hit of receiver. Yeah. In which he has been. He's been good. So yeah. you need to give Jalen Hurts weapons to see if he's for real. And yeah, the, the pick still works out for me. Uh, for Chicago, I have them taking Rashawn Slater at 11. I like it. I like it because obviously Fields is no longer in the equation. Trey Lance is still on the board. Yeah. But I think at that point, you're trying to save your jobs as as Pace and Nagy, and you're going to take someone you feel like can come in and play right now, and Trey Lance is not the same and make as Justin a Fields and make yeah. a difference. I think Which Rashawn Slater has for LA this year. And Chicago's O line is nothing to like write home about. So. No, they're actually very bad. Oh, okay. Um, at twelve, yeah, at twelve for Dallas, I have them taking probably the runner-up for defensive rookie of the year, Patrick Sertain. At Dallas, yep. Oh man, him and Diggs together would be that'd be pretty filthy. That'd and be I believe good. they have Jordan Lewis too, who's been very good. That so, would be very once again very Dallas, solid secondary. Dallas has to do nothing. Yeah. To just land a premier defensive player in the draft. Exactly. I mean, the fact that they landed Micah at 13. at 13 is just shocking. but Crazy. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. That's a, that's a very Jerry Jones pick. Yeah. I like it. Um, 13, the LA Chargers. Uh, Could have had them taking – who's the other tackle? Slater, Sewell. There was one other one. Wasn't oh, there? God, that guy who went to the Vikings, I think. Uh, Derisaw. Yep, Derisaw. Yep. I do not have them taking him, though. Um, no, that's nonsense. That's garbage. I have them taking Kawiti Pay, who went to the Colts, He's and you put him too. Put him on the other end of uh, Joey Bosa. That'd be two that'd be pretty great. very solid edge rushers. Like that a lot. The only thing, again, knowing what I know now, this upcoming draft class is loaded with defensive players and a lot of good edge rushers. So yeah, that's true. I don't know. I maybe maybe but they're not going to finish so. with a super high. Draft pick. I, I might lean more towards Derisaw, but it's it's close. It's not like yeah. I think you can make an argument for either one. Uh the Jets moved up to 14. Uh and it was a tie between I couldn't decide JC Horn, who I haven't heard a whole lot about this year, but apparently Nate Hobbs from Oakland has been a sensational cornerback. So I had them taking Nate Hobbs. Okay. Did they when did they pick him? Uh, much later. Yeah, I was gonna say definitely not a first round pick because they took that that tackle. Yeah, who from, was uh, from Alabama? Good. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's been good, but it was a very reachable, reaching. Leatherwood, Leatherwood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then finally, fifteen, New England. I don't know if you could make the argument. I personally wouldn't. I still haven't seen anything from this guy that would make me say, "Oh, he's a generational talent." I had uh, New England taking Creed Humphrey. Um. 
The only argument you can make is Trey Lance. Yeah. At the well, same time, I just don't know. Maybe Trey Lance would be a lot better if the, he had the system around him. They're but. taking Trey Lance at that point because you got Cam Newton, who obviously is Cam Newton at this point. They were looking for someone to develop or play. Like they were even planning on starting Mac Jones originally. They, just, they wanted yeah. a guy to develop. And, That's true. You know, I'll look. I know we haven't. We kind of been dumping on it a little bit in this in this mock draft, but like. The dude was getting a lot of Patrick Mahomes comparisons, and he's clearly got a cannon. He's clearly athletic. Lucas is rolling his eyes. Do but, we have an eye roll? But he, drop. He's good, man. I mean, he will be a good player. So I, I think that that at fifteen, there's no other first rounders left. Oh I think that's the pick. Agree to disagree. I don't think Trey Lance is anything special. Fuck your life, Bing Bang. <laughs> okay, let's follow the money. All right, Al, um, you are coming off a one and two week. Uh, fortunately, the Patriots well, dropped the ball for you. <laughs> uh, the man, that nuts on the table game that really hurt. Titans also dropped the ball. Uh, <laughs> that hurt too. I've Pittsburgh. Put a lot of money on them both in real life too, which is yeah, no Fugazi podcast money. Uh, your one win was the under in Las Vegas and Cleveland at 42. Uh, which I think they scored like what twenty four points. Absolute snoozer, you know. Yep. And half the roster, you know, half the Browns roster is out with COVID. So, what are you even doing at this point? Um, looking back at this, you know, we're a, a little over a week and a half probably removed from when we made these picks. Uh, I'm disgusted with my one loss. I had um, the over in, or no, I'm sorry, I had the under in Dallas and New York, which hit. Uh, New York could not score to save their lives. Uh, I had the Kansas City Chiefs uh, minus four on the road against the LA Chargers. Shout out Travis Kels, um, which apparently is the correct pronunciation for his last name. Oh, don't. That. Just don't. It, it's true. Uh, he accepts either one, but apparently the correct pronunciation it, that, is that, That's like the thing when like Tyrod Taylor is like, no, it's Tarod Taylor. <laughs> and he's been in the year for 13 years. Or Robert Griffin going, I'm Rob. Really? Uh, my one loss was uh, the Chicago Bears money line, which, yuck. Well, and, you know, we had the side bet. Sleeping it, pig. I wanted to address can't, the side bet. I wanted to address it. Can't believe that Matt Nagy didn't get fired. That's all. Hold, hold on. I want to address it. Okay. We are about a day removed from that game. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Two? Yep. No, it was last night, wasn't it? No. Oh, Eagles Monday. last night. Monday. Okay. But we're we're not very far removed. I, I would like to let this play out until the next game starts. Or Matt Nagy's coaching another game or Mike Zimmer's coaching another game for their respective teams. Because like you never know. This game could have impacted something. Okay. I need a little more time. We'll let it ride. It's um, not gonna happen though. I mean you already yeah, I think you're gonna win, but yeah. Um, all right, let's, you know what, for the record, I, I truly do believe Matt Nagy should have been fired after that pass game. That was some of the worst coaching I've ever seen in my life. Bears Dude, fans are just the only reason with him too. The only reason I think that he didn't get fired was because the officiating was just as bad. Although the play calling was nothing, nothing to smile at no, either. It was absolutely pretty not. awful. It was horrible all around. Um, makes your question on who planned that game for Monday night. Uh, all right, this week's board, the spreads. I have a huge bounce back game for the Arizona Cardinals, who are one-point favorites at home against the Indianapolis Colts. I have the L.A. Rams on the road, minus three at Minnesota. Um, 
that's a one o'clock game just for yep. your awareness. Yep, yep. Uh, finally, I have the LA Chargers minus nine at Houston. For the over-unders, San Francisco and Tennessee at 44.5. Detroit and Atlanta at 42.5. Lions fans! That's all right. right. Uh, And Chicago slash Seattle, 44. And finally, for our money lines, I got three juicy road dogs for you. Buffalo, plus 120 at New England. I have Miami, plus 150 at New Orleans. And Baltimore, plus 120 at Cincinnati. Uh, I will take first pick. Uh, you know what? I just, I don't see this, uh, game being close at all. I'm taking the Chargers minus nine against the uh, Houston Texans. Wow. Well, that's, uh, this is a Chargers team who needs to just rattle off wins. Yeah. Yeah. Texans game last week was, you know, a nice win for them too. I mean, we, we definitely are both feeling Bev, uh, pulling off a win with the Jags, but. Did not happen. Um, oh, man, there's a couple I like on here, but I know that if I don't take this one, you're going to take it. So give me the uh, give me the Vikings plus three. Wow. Um, look, you said it all year. One o'clock at home. Minnesota are superstars, and the Rams are not for real. So I didn't even include them on the bitch are you for real segment because they're not for real. They're not. They're going out in the wild card. I'm Who, sticking, the Rams? Yeah, I'm sticking by that. Wow. 100%. Okay. Interesting. Um, I am so ready. What if they win the division and you play uh, the home game in the wild card? Does that change anything? Uh, slightly, but I still think they're out. No, dude, I had a vision. I had an epiphany. No, they're, you're out. <laughs> that's Doesn't your $55? No, that's nonsense. That's garbage yeah i put 55 on another nuts on the table game but okay here we are um i got a feeling that baltimore wins in cincinnati this week i'm taking baltimore money line uh huh okay i think there's a lot of concerns with lamar right now and i hope they play tyler huntley and the last time they played they got the they got absolute the piss kicked out of breaks beat off of them. it was not even I'm remotely close, but it wasn't close or it was close for like the first half of the game. And then the Bengals just ran away with it. Interesting choice. You can feel the tension with these picks as we're getting down the wire here. Um, mm -mm -mm. Okay. Uh, Give me the over in uh, San Francisco and Tennessee. Mm. 44 and a half. I like it. Okay. Okay. Tennessee let me down last week. But not enough points, in my opinion. That's I agree with that pick. It's a yeah. It's a, it's a low forty four and a half. Is not that not that much. No, it is certainly not. Niners have been rolling. Titans are due for a little bounce back action. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Uh, for my last pick, I'm going to take the under in Chicago and Seattle. I feel like forty four <laughs> is Man, too many. That's really smart. I hate everything on here. <laughs> I literally hate. everything. I know how to left. pick a good board, ladies and gentlemen. These are all dogs. Uh, give me the under. Give me, uh, give me the under in Detroit, Atlanta. Hello. Ooh. I like money. Interesting pick. Forty-two and a half points. I do not like it for the record. 
Um, but I literally had to pick like that or the Bills beating the Patriots or the Dolphins beating the Saints, which I think is very possible. Or uh, you had the the uh, the bounce back game of the week, Cardinals beating the Colts. No, no, I just we we just we just watched two teams do the complete opposite trajectory <laughs> last true. week, and that's all the more reason, man. I know. I when, just, when the NFL zigs, you got to zag. No, nope, I'm sticking with the Lions. All right. I can trust them not to get a lot of points. That I can do. Although last week they looked pretty damn good, I gotta say. Let's go ahead and talk about them. Let's go! Let's just let's just start off. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, we gotta get flowers out. We gotta get some flowers out. Of course we do, but like, man, let's just take a second here, because this is the first time in 31 episodes that we can talk about not just a Lions win, but a Lions beat down yeah. on a team. When and was the last time we saw that kind I, of point? I don't know. I, I, I got to say that Patricia Patriots game probably, I think so. yeah. which is a long time ago. But, like, ago. man, it just – it was it absolutely was, stunning. I You know, Al and I, we go to all the home games, season ticket members – yeah, yeah. Of course, um, of and from the get go, we had this little kid behind us, and I wanted to drink his tears. <laughs> he was so upset. He was a big Arizona Cardinals fan, cheering for an interception every time. Goff was just slinging that rock, baby. It was incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's that's as much as my uh, as my my fanboy homerism that I'll that I'll do just all out just you know celebration of a big win but okay know, we have let's, to try let's let's give out some flowers on the offense yes start absolutely, absolutely let's start out with the quarterback Jared Goff yeah uh look man I the last three games um he has completely uh shown that he deserves a little bit more rope I think, like, I'm not going to say... I would say, say the last two out of three games. Let's no. throw that Denver game out the window. That doesn't count. I'm not going to say that he, you know, that he, oh, he, we found our quarterback. Yeah, you no. know, but he does deserve a couple more games. He deserves a chance because we were all ready to write him off. Yeah. We were all done. We were all done with it. Kenny Pickett, whoever else in the draft, we're mm-hmm. all looking towards that. And, you know, I, I, I think he, especially the last game, Eight and one against the Cardinals all time record, which is I, I can't. It's so funny that you threw that stat out last week. So funny, and then he goes out and does that against the Cardinals, which we should have looked into that maybe a little bit. But <laughs> no, nah, man, he he's taken he's taken a lot more chances throwing the ball. Had some I, beautiful touchdown tosses. Oh yeah, really accurate in a lot of his throws. Yep. Uh, I, I think we're seeing a little bit less of the Deacon dunk. Yeah, you know, we're still seeing it a bit, but it's definitely not as much as it used to be. And I think Dan Campbell's play calling. Is really you know helping him out, boosting his confidence, and we're yeah. starting to we're starting to see what this could look like if it you know actually worked out the way that we thought it would thought it would work out. Yeah. So I yeah I'm very impressed with him last week. So flowers to him, flowers to uh, some people are calling Netflix. We are sticking with the Trash Man. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're... Craig Reynolds hard running on Sunday. Yeah, he balled out too. Fantastic game. 
It's so funny. He is finally officially signed to the active <laughs> roster. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Let me, he was let me on ask the practice you this, squad though. for a while. He had a great game, and he's had two back-to-back 100-plus games. Yeah. Which, you know, only I think. A I don't. I don't think he got it against Denver. No, he did. He had 100 yards against he Denver? Did. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, he, you know, not a lot. He's not, a pretty elite Lions company right now, people doing that. But, yeah. like, uh, here's my question, though. Is he is he very good? Like, is he a gem, or is this offensive line with Taylor Decker? That's and the freaking beauty of it. With Penny Sewell and with actually our backup center playing quite well. Yeah, Frank, Frank Vitai Ray. Vitai is coming out of the woodworks. Yeah, he's I actually mean, been very good recently. So is this a product of of a gem of running back versus a product of an elite offensive line showing what they can do, or is this a product of somewhere in the middle? Because I kind of I kind of lean towards like, the middle. I think I like to believe that it's the middle. I think it might be more the offensive line because they have been yeah. playing very good recently. But man, you know that preseason game that I know it's preseason. I know, but like he did ball on the preseason too. I was surprised yeah. he didn't make the active roster. Like he actually looked, he's looked every chance point, he's looked pretty good at this point. I'm sorry, Jamar Jefferson, you're taking a back seat for sure. Yeah, he's got to be the third back. It's got to be Swift, him, and Jamal. It's got to be those three. I think Swift is coming back this week. I think he was at practice today. So was he? Okay. Yeah. Um, but man, Craig Reynolds, congratulations on the active roster. That guy deserves it. Making the most of a NFL opportunity for sure against a a premium opponent too. Yeah. It's like it's not good like, run defense. Not just the Jaguars are like you know blasting through. Like he's actually yeah. has had two good defenses to play against. So props to him. him. Uh, last offensive player I want to give flowers to. Obviously, the offensive line deserves their flowers, but that's no shock. Uh, how about Amon Ra? This was a big game for him, too. And I, it was funny because I a lot of the buildup to this game, a lot of the fantasy community was all, yeah, watch Amon Ra, Sam Brown. He's kind of been a darling these last couple of weeks. And me. I think I one, of our, one of our own analysts in the fantasy world. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if it was you or me. I don't know. but It was me. Um, yeah, we talked about him as well in the podcast. So yep. you know, give I us our flowers. Him. Yeah. Us collectively. Yep. You should give me the flowers. And uh, yeah, he had a nice, he had a really nice week. Really good. He, he showed up for third straight game with like seven plus catches. I just I think I think I've said it before, but just him on like a roster that you know you have two good receivers on the outside, and he can just be that slot guy. I think he'd be like a very very nice player. Like, I think so too. I think he's really starting to develop and show what he can do as well. But like he's, great touchdown. He's catch. the only guy right now, and Josh Reynolds. Been pretty good since he got here. Yeah, off another great touchdown catch a, from him. A little bit of a rapport, but yeah, Amon Ra's uh, looking like wide receiver one at the moment, and you yeah. know, great week. But I, you know, I don't really want that to be the case moving forward. But. No. Uh, moving to the defensive side of the ball, I mean, I, to hold the Cardinals to twelve points, I don't think they scored a touchdown. They might have. I can't remember. They, but, they did. They got one late when we were so one late, one garbage time touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Everybody on the defense deserves flowers, but we need to raise Amani Warrior to the to the rafters. <laughs> like, yeah, that pick that was, the pick was, was incredible. Easily one of the best picks I've seen all year. And the most beautiful thing about it was for him to have the mindset to immediately get up and start running down and put that ball like at the five yard line was incredible it yeah. was so awesome he is without a doubt no longer serviceable we got to bump him up to a good solid 
cornerback one? I I would say this season, especially after last week, uh, I would tend to agree. Yeah. I mean, that's best on our roster, no doubt. 100%. But yeah, a little bit better than serviceable. He's showing. Absolutely. That that pick was phenomenal. I I did want to say with the defense, too. uh, You know, like when you think about Kyler Murray, you you definitely think about his like mobility. Obviously, you think about him scrambling around with his little legs, you know, running around. But like the fact that they just they blitzed him a ton and they put him under a lot of pressure the whole game. Like you would think that's where he would excel because you can dance around, you know, keep the play alive and throw or you know, do his thing. But like he got sacked a couple times and he looked pretty lost back there. I mean, most of the game. And it was a really nice game plan from a defensive like perspective. Like I did not expect him to scheme it that well. I, uh, Charles Harris. Yeah, Charles Harris. Charles freaking Harris. Sensational job of keeping him in the pocket and even a better job of making open field tackles on one of the hardest person, one of the hardest peoples to make. Wow, I'm really biffing this line. Kyle Murray is extremely difficult, one of the hardest people to tackle in open fields. No doubt. Open field. Wow, that was (laughs) – I'm good at grammar. Um, misery, misery, misery. That's what you three sacks for Charles Harris. Incredible game from him, absolutely incredible game. They need to extend him and they need to keep him on the field. I mean, he played lights out all game, it was Uh, awesome to see. Okay, I I don't know how many more flowers you have to give out. That was the last one. Okay, well, I got some flowers I got to give out really quick. My last flower here, okay, Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell, 100%. Because oh, we got to know what else we got to give it to Aaron Glenn. So we'll just we'll leave the coaching staff. Yeah. But like, so he pretty much covered the whole team. But really, <laughs> it was that kind of game. I mean, they it really was. You know, they they had no shot. They were thirteen point dogs. Or one fourteen. Fourteen point dogs, and Cardinals were one of the best teams in the NFL. This is a get right game for them. And to Dan Campbell's credit, you know, he showed some of that like some of that that flair that he showed against the Rams. He's like, yeah, let's do an onside kick. Yeah, yeah, let's go for it early. Let's be aggressive. Let's get turnovers and, and capitalize on them. Like he showed, like what peak Dan Campbell could look like. I feel like, like there were still a couple of calls in that game where I didn't agree. We were sitting and mm-hmm. watching it. Like there was a couple of fourth downs where I'm like, just take the points, take the points, and you just get points, and you know, it all worked out in the end. So I don't have that much to complain about. But yeah, man, it just showed me that with a proper roster around him, he's really like getting the most out of his guys and he'll like, he's a, he can game plan better than I was starting to think he could. Yeah. He kind of made me worry a little bit the last month or, you know, before the first win. I was when I he was, just, when he took over play calling, it was, it wasn't great. It was a little bumpy yeah. for sure. But a game like this one is enough for me to, for me to buy in right now. And absolutely. I, I can't believe it's the power that one game has. Cause you, we're, we're ranting and oh, raving at lunatics over here. I'm but. chugging. Kool-Aid. Yeah, and it's the only time all year we have been slamming Kool-Aid. Even after that first win, neither one of yeah. us were like, you're we kind of just like, all right, I mean, you squeak one out, and you, yeah. it's like you won the Super Bowl. But Like, the, the the coin flipped our way for once in that first one. Yeah. You know, like, we had a lot of games where we could have won, but, you know, unfortunate things happened. But this is a different but, game yeah. because it's, it's number one, it's just the, the quality of opponent. And it's just like you can, for once, see – what they're going for you yeah. like you get it when you're watching them play this way you're watching how they want to run this team and you like you can kind of buy in you kind of see what they're trying to do and it's the only time this season where i've been like all right 
I'm feeling pretty good about it. Like, yeah. let's let's ride. So like that, that's why it's a bigger win for me. Not just the individual performances were all excellent. So Lions, here's your flowers, baby. We're we're really happy to to be here talking about this right now. It makes me very happy. I can tear up. And makes cry. me makes me very happy. Absolutely. But listen, I wanted to segue here um, because all this being said, you know, Lions fans, I, I think, are most worried now that our draft stock is being affected. We are not picking number two in the draft order, which, you know, it's one pick move. It's not, well, it is monumental because it's not one pick. So it's a monumental move. But my question for you and for broader Lions Nation is what's more important to you at this point in the season? Draft position at the top of the draft or actually building a culture and showing showing something and going into next year where we actually look like a pretty attractive destination for a lot of players and to, to see that this thing is actually maybe working. Uh, if presuming we won another game or yeah. however well, many. Three. Yeah. <laughs> three, three in a row. Um, yeah, which yeah. obviously I don't think is going to happen. But Lucas is slamming Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't care about draft capital at this point, honestly, because I, there is no one solidified one uh, first overall draft pick this year. Like if it was last year, 100%, I would be not thrilled about winning games Yeah, because I would want Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. But this year I would much rather have, I would much rather see the culture changing than worry about the first overall pick or even the second overall pick. If we ended up with the fourth, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't care that much because I think we're still going to get a pretty solid player at four or at three or at two or at one. I don't think it's going to be a franchise changing player in my opinion. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're completely aligned on it because I just, uh, yeah, there's no, there's no number one true, like, it's like currently talent. it's Aiden Hutchinson, and truth be told, that was purely because of his play against Ohio State. And Thibodeau was the guy who everyone was was touting yeah. as like is the bona fide number one pick, and now you know people are kind of floundering on that as number one. So yeah. when you have a pretty unsure number one, that that helps. But yeah, man, just like I just want to see, I just want to see it, like continuing growth of of you know this this operation and this yeah. team and this roster and like. Make it so that going into next year, we're you know we're we're off the ground running and like we're actually going to make this thing go faster. You know, get to a point yeah. where we're starting to win real games quicker, and you can believe in this this thing that they're trying to build. So that's a little more important to me. I, I don't think that they're going to you know burn burn the house down and win three more games. That that'd no, be, that'd be so fucking wild. But <laughs> they got they they do have a winnable game or two left on the schedule with the Falcons and the and the Seahawks. Those are both games that I think uh, right now. Let's Seahawks. Go. I don't know. They're four and nine. I don't. I care. mean, look, I know that they got Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, yada yada, but they're four and nine. So I have to give them a realistic chance to in the Packers. Which, but at that point, think, Packers could be playing know, their their you know second second strings backups because they're. Pretty think, much in the driver's seat, the number one seed. Are they really? Pretty much. Oh yeah, Tampa Bay lost too. Oh yeah, I guess they might be. Oh, all right. Um, I think they got another win in them. If I had to guess, at least one. At least one. So I, I, I think I don't think number one pick is in the cards at this point. 
I don't I don't think so. Either. I am drunk could, on Kool-Aid right now, so they could jump back into the first overall pick if the Jaguars end up beating the uh COVID riddled Jets this week. Oh, that's a pretty likely scenario too, honestly, because be. we we believed in Bev last they're, week. And... They're due for an interim coach win. Yeah, going against the Jets who are pretty pretty dog garbage. I could see that happening too. Yeah. But uh all right, let's move on to fantasy. All right, it's the fantastic fantasy segment. Uh, last week I gave you out, uh, let's see here, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, who had a very, uh, very good game. Uh, I had, uh, as a no-go, which this one backfired, I had Jonathan Taylor as a no-go, <laughs> who finished up with 170 yards and a tutty. Maybe don't do that again. Um, yeah, don't doubt the greats. Um, and then I had all Chargers players as a no-go versus KC, which I don't think that one played out very well either. Although I couldn't even tell you who scored. Uh, it was an overtime win for the Chiefs. So was, yeah, and they, a... the Chargers scored 28 points, but I couldn't even tell you who scored their touchdowns. Uh, anyway... I got three players for you this week that I think are going to have great games. Um, two of which are more than likely free agents in your league this year. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why. It's because they play for the Detroit Lions. All three? No, two of them. Okay, of them. you're really slamming Kool-Aid at this point. Well, Amon Ra, how can you how can you go away from him at this point? But yeah, He's due for a dud, 100%. But yeah. against the Atlanta Falcons? Terrell ain't bad. Not a terrible corner. But... Eh. I think that he'll he'll get it going again. Uh, Goff really doesn't have anybody else to throw to. I'm pretty sure Hawks shut down for the rest of the season. So they got Reynolds. They might be getting Swift back. They might be getting Swift back. Uh, if they don't get Swift back, the other player is Craig Reynolds. Well, I feel like everybody, their brothers, probably clamoring to get him on the rosters at Could this be. point. You know, we're, yeah. we're deep in playoff fantasy at this point for most leagues. So yeah. Uh, so I think if you can pick up either one of them, I mean, Atlanta's defense is not that good. So I think I think both of those players could uh, could you know put up some decent points for you if you're if you're weak in the flex if you're weak in an RB two uh, wide receiver two. So I'm on Ramek's back to back weeks for you. Three weeks in a row. Wow. He had a great game against the Vikings too. Okay. Um, my other player that I think should have a bounce back game. He hasn't had a good game since the first time that these two teams played. But again, it's Dawson Knox. I think Dawson Knox is going to be in for a good game. Weather permitting, because that obviously changes things, but if it's a day where Josh Allen could actually throw the ball this time, I think Dawson Knox will have a good game. Here's why. He had an absolutely horrendous game against the Patriots the first time. Absolutely horrendous. He dropped a lot of balls that were very catchable, and he should have caught. So I think he's going out for a revenge game, tailoring this, the Dawson Knox revenge game. And I think that he's going to have a great game. Okay, well, he had a terrible game against the Patriots last time. The only difference is that this game is now at Foxborough. Understand. But all more reason. Okay. It's confident. I like it. I I like your confidence. I can say I like the pick. The other two I feel a little bit better about. But Okay. Um, Al, do you have anybody this week? Um, yeah, I kind of rushed. I got, I got one guy. Um, okay. Kind of staying in this Buffalo Patriots game. <laughs> Thinking about 
running backs, thinking about guys you can just, you know, pick up on the waiver wire, a, a Craig Reynolds-esque pickup would be pretty nice. And I do think weather could be a factor again, because we're looking at, you know, winter in Foxborough. So I'm thinking another run-heavy game. Who better to add to your roster than the Garrett Blunt for the Patriots? Blunt force trauma. I former mean, Detroit Lion. Former Detroit Lion. I think he had a stint with the Steelers and Bucks, but he's back in New England. Didn't he retire? He's back in New England. Oh. Uh, they are run first team. Mac Jones is looking very nice, but this is a game. It's going to be very physical, gritty, you know, running kind of attack, I think, against the Bills. That's how they beat him last time. And, you know, yeah. they didn't have Blunt last time, but they do now. So I think he's going to get a lot of carries, and uh, I would, I would definitely, definitely keep an eye on him this week. I'm almost certain he retired. You're sure he's on the Patriots? I want winners. Okay. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. Thank you again to for for uh, <laughs> to uh, for uh, Lions fans. It's all right. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Gridiron Zero's podcast. Beer me. Uh, go ahead and follow us on TikTok at Gridiron Zero's Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Gridiron Zero's. And go go give uh, go give our our mock on YouTube. I got the full thing up there. Yeah, I think I got some some graphics and stuff on there. It's a really nicely put together thing. Go watch that and after this episode because you can see how wrong we were absolutely <laughs> probably how much we reached i want to say i had kellen mon yeah kellen mon going at uh 15 which uh, minnesota i think which was or no, just... no he went to minnesota i he forgot where i had him going i think you had him going to the patriots could have been a slam dunk we'll which uh, is just preposterous well now when kirk cousins leaves next year we'll see kellen mon we will um so yeah go look us up on youtube uh have a wonderful holiday um yeah. Make good choices and good decisions over the holiday uh, over the holiday time. Al, you got anything else? Um, no, <laughs> no. I All right, really, I really had to think about it for a minute, but nope. That's go that's Lions. It. Let's go Lions. All right.